the problem at first with a lot of businesses is just not being able to sell anything, you know, or like, you know, just not being able to sell enough of whatever you're selling, whatever product or service, you know, and I can think about with both of them, with the marketing business and, um, and now with GloryWorks, you know, where I went through that phase, DJing too, DJing, I never broke through that phase. <laughs> well, I think, I think I got, you know, to where I was as busy as I could be with the schedule I had with my other job, but I, I, I kind of just was like, man, I don't want to do this. Like I got sober and I'm like, this is really shallow and kind of empty feeling DJing in bars for drunk people. Like I felt even, it's even worse when you're sober. Cause then you know what you're doing. Then you can really manipulate stuff and it's weird. But anyways, the, now it's like breaking through that. You get, you get past the phase of not being able to sell stuff. So now you're selling a bunch of stuff but then you just have a ton of problems. And then, <laughs> so there's this different, different, it's a different thing, you know? At first, the problem is you don't have money because you can't sell enough stuff. And then, like, when you when you get to where you're selling a lot of stuff, then you, now you have problems. <laughs> and there's tons of them. And it's usually directly related with the amount of money that you're making so the more you're making the more problems you're gonna have like (laughs) every five thousand dollars you're gonna have a problem no i'm just kidding (laughs) but for real like it's it's funny now thinking about like and i like this way better like i like it way better having problems than not having enough money like it's, it's 10 times better. Um, but it's still the same. And that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit for people getting started is even when you do get past that point of, you know, where it's like, you're just not making enough money and you're scraping by and, you know, and you're eating whatever you're eating because you don't have enough money and maybe you're not eating. You know, even even on the other side of that, you're, you're you're trading one for the other. When you when you do get to where you're selling the amount of stuff that you want to sell, like there's gonna be trouble. <laughs> and it's not like that's some weird like witch curse on you. Like that's what the Bible says. Like that's what the Book of James says. Like there's gonna be trouble. <laughs> And, um, man, for the, like, some people really like that. This is what I was going to talk about last night. I don't know if I did or not. I was recording. Got cut off there by a telemarketer. But, um, yeah, like, this is what I meant to talk about when I was laying in bed last night, but I don't think I did um, on the last episode. I, like I said, I don't really know totally what it was. But I love the problems that come along with it. It's like when something bad happens, like the first like feeling that I get is like, Oh God, you know, like, no, (laughs) who would have guessed? (laughs) Like, but then, but then it's like, you kind of go, you accept what's going on. It's like, all right, well, 
we're going to figure this out. Like, all right, Lord, what do you want me to do? What are we going to do? And then sometimes it's that's not the initial response. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just frantically panicking, trying to figure something out. And, th- and then, you know, a little bit later, if, if that doesn't fix it, sometimes it does and you don't learn much. But then sometimes, you know, the frantic panicking, that doesn't work. So I'll stop and pray. And that, <laughs> that's, that's the ideal response. And how, how often is it that? How often is it like frantic panicking? I, I think more often it's the godly response. But sometimes I still do end up panicking. It rhymes. It's, it's like a tongue twister to say panicking frantically trying to, trying to figure stuff out, you know, but like, I, I love it. And like people that are, um, everybody's different. Like I, I, the people that I see do really well with their own businesses are the people that love the problems. Like they just, they love the problems that they run into. And like, I, I see that in different people. Like I, I, I've noticed that. And, um, the, the people that get really worn down and burnt out into where they're not doing well, it's when you stop liking the unexpected and the problems and the issues that come up. Cause that's the adventure, you know, like that's the adventurous side of it. And like, that's the life that the Lord has for us. It's an, it's an adventure. Even if you're living in the same town your whole life, man, it could be an adventure. Not just talking about business owners now, but just like in our walk with the Lord. Like we have every right to like approach him and seek him and, and go deeper in our relationship with him and understanding him. And man, we can do that in our living room, in our bedroom. Like it's so cool. Um, kind of back on track. But yeah, the people that I see do really well in business and the people that I look at that don't own businesses, but I just know I'm like, they would do so well with their own business of some kind. They're the people that like, there's, there's something weird in them where they really just, they, they love running into unexpected problems and having issues and trying to figure stuff out that they don't have experience with. (laughs) Something bad happened happened to you when you were little to make you like that, man. (laughs) I kind of said that sarcastically, but that's actually kind of true, man. Like, not, not saying like every business owner has some like traumatic past or anything, but a lot, a lot of the people that do, you know, they, (laughs) A lot of the people that have like really hardcore traumatic paths, you know, they end up getting into some crazy career paths, man. Like not even just talking about owning a business, but just really hardcore, you know, in the job that they're doing. And, um, like you look at like those like top level military people, Navy SEALs, you know, people in the NFL, rappers, um, lots of different business owners like yeah like some, just some bad stuff happened to them when they were when they were kids and they and you can take that and run with it like you can take that in a messed up way 
and use that to like fuel you like anger and resentment and self-hate hatred of others or like we can let we can let those experiences be something that the Lord gives us a way different perspective on and like we recognize like wow like even though that was a really bad situation God was growing me in this and this and this in the midst of it and God didn't do any of those bad things but like in the middle of all the trauma and messed up stuff like God was showing me things and he was developing character in my life through those experiences and again God's not the one doing the bad stuff like he never wanted that to happen right um so I I see it both ways man I see people that own businesses that are just or people that have really they're like top performers in whatever skill set they have um like I, I see people in it the wrong way you know where they have this bad past and bad experiences and they're carrying all this hate and self-hate, hatred of others um, anger and stuff and that's fueling them and it's like man the Lord has something so much better and there, there, there is a real fire that comes from those experiences when we like get God's perspective on them you know and um, like those experiences do make us more hardcore like in the Lord when, when we know him and when we're like seeking him and we're engaged and in communion with him they make us way more hardcore in a good way but they can almost they can also make us way more hardcore in a bad way um, if we have the world's perspective on it man And what's the difference? Like, one is based on self. Self-seeking. Doing your own thing. Building your own kingdom. And the other one's based on, like, the Lord, man. And, like, understanding His his love for us. How faithful He is. And um, how He doesn't give up on us. And then running with that and wanting to be that way for the people around us, man. Like, it's really cool. So, (laughs) yeah, I don't know if there was more to that. Oh, I'm basically, I stopped working. I felt like the Lord told me, don't do it. Because I could have went, I could have kept shoveling. Uh, There's just a pile of houses we've been banging out here in Brainerd and um, actually Baxter but I could have went and gone another three hours but the Lord was like no don't do it because in my head I was like alright I'm going to shovel till 830 I'm going to hit Menards I'm going to get the stuff I need I'm going to go home I'll get home about 11 o'clock I'm going to work on my air compressor thing set up in my van and my power washer hoses and this and that and um, and then I'm going to get to bed about 1 o'clock and I'm going to get up at 6 but so I was having those thoughts and then I felt like the Lord was like he was like just go eat first he's like either way you're gonna eat you were just shoveling for like three hours 
So I went and ate, and I knew I was supposed to just be kind of not doing much with my brain, you know, just chilling. And then I felt like the Lord was like, he kind of showed me what to do, you know. So I was kind of waiting on him as I was eating. And, uh, yeah, this feels a lot more peaceful than the other plan. So it's pretty cool. (laughs) And, like, he'll show us those things, right, those, like, little things. And um, I'm I'm driving. I I went to uh, Harbor Freight to get some stuff, and now I'm at Menard's. This is, like, probably one of my favorite hobbies now is going to one of those two stores. I can just walk around for an hour and just at La La Land. It's weird. I feel like that's a thing that, like, old men do or something. I, I have no idea, but, like, I just, I can walk in there and, like, and it's cool, too. Like, it's totally the Lord. Like, I don't know. It, like, I'll talk to people. I'll pray for people sometimes, but, like, a lot of times... Like, I'll just be in there, man, and just kind of at peace in my mind. It's like, it's like Playland for adults, you know, like the McDonald's Playland. This is like Playland for, for me now, going to different arts. And I, I am getting stuff. In the middle of the day, it's not. In the middle of the day, it's like I am moving in there. Like, I'm in and out that door in 10 minutes and finding, like, 15 items. But <laughs> going in when I don't have a time limit to get a few things like it's it's the strangest thing ever um I don't think most women could relate to that at all but yeah it'd probably be the equivalent to you going and you know going into the I don't know Asian nail salon maybe not maybe it's something else maybe the grocery store I don't know like <laughs> but, but I like I like being in Menards. So, I think that was it for the for the message. But yeah, man, when we learn to like, not just talking to business owners, but um, just in life. I wish I had that verse pulled up. Um, to like embrace the problems. It's, it's like ten times more fun, man. Because then you're not worried about having them. I used to feel like I was so worried about having them. And uh, with work stuff, right? You know, like, what if this and what if this and what if this? And I still feel that way sometimes. But um, now it's like, I feel like I can just embrace them. And I think a lot of that, too, is like, we shouldn't even beat ourselves up for that right away. Like, when we're first getting into it with owning a business, because, um, you know, like, if you're full-on, you don't have a job, and that business is your only source of income, especially if you have a family. (laughs) Hopefully you don't have a family in the beginning, but maybe you do, and you're just going for it, and you don't have a job, but... Yeah, I mean, it's like, you run out of money, you're done. You gotta, you gotta quit. <laughs> you gotta go to, go to work or something. Go to the temp agency. <laughs> I never had to do that in the last two years, but, um, yeah. So, I, I think not to be too hard on ourselves right away, if it's like, 
if there's if there's that feeling of like underlying anxiety of like worrying about running out of money um, I think that's normal especially like figuring out the like we were talking about in the beginning right just selling stuff and selling enough jobs and, and this and that you know um, it's like I could think of days where it was like three o'clock in the afternoon and I got my stuff done, but it was like I did not, you know, I was I was worried about running out of money, and it's like, what do you do? Like, do you go home? Do you trust the Lord? Or do you go out and try to sell stuff? Like, what what do you do? And not that going out and trying to sell stuff it isn't, isn't trusting the Lord, but I, I, I remember having a lot of those days right away, you know? And, um... And just going and going and going and trying to trying to sell and sell and sell. Like with the marketing especially, but with the gutters too, man. Because it was like, there was this like two-month period of time where um, I'd stopped subcontracting. And, uh, and I had to figure out how to sell gutter jobs. And it's it kind of seemed like a mountain at first, you know. I'm like, okay, we're doing a job or two a week. But they're not all coming in from Facebook, how I was trying to sell them. Some of them were just word of mouth. And I'm like, is this really even going to work? And then when it clicked a few months later and, and like, the Lord, like, showed me how to do it, it was like, yes. And then, But even, like, after, like, two months of that, I thought, is this going to work forever? Like, is this always going to be this way? Like, what what if this just stops working? And there was, there was still this fear there. Um... So, man, I think we got to not be hard on ourselves right away with the place that our emotions try to go and not to stay there. I'm not saying don't take those thoughts captive, but I'm just saying, like, in the beginning, like, in the beginning of starting a business, like, man, the devil's going to try and kill you if it's what the Lord wants you doing. If it's not what the Lord wants you doing, then... It'll actually probably go quite well, but you'll know you're you're living in sin in a bunch of different areas, um, and and you can see down the road something bad's going to happen. That's how you'll know it's not from the Lord. Like He'll give you like a million red flags. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. And the devil will give you a bunch of money <laughs> and you'll have a bunch of sin in your life that could be a whole whole other thing there but yeah there's there's things I tried to start up doing where I, it was not from the Lord and it was obvious it was extremely obvious with business stuff but anyways I'm going into La La Land in Menards. I'm gonna go get my um, my uh, my Happy Meal with the toys and such. Play around in there for a while, like a kid. <laughs> Bless you guys. <laughs>